Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520. All right, here we go. Think again. Think again. Welcome to our Top of Discussion program, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty, now in our 55th year. Each week we talk to you about... Uh, issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and the Western New York community, and in fact, connecting you to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. Now, today's program is live, so you can call in and join our discussion. Hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. Let me just hit some things real quick for you. Uh, during the first debate on September 29th, uh, Donald Trump charged that Hunter Biden, uh, the son of, of uh, uh, vice, former, former Vice President Joe Biden, had received a $3.5 million um, something, you know, a, a, a fund uh, from the wife of a Moscow uh, ex-mayor and demanded an investigation. Uh, this was in a report called Hunter Biden, Burisma and Corruption, uh, the Impact of U.S. Government Policy and Related Concerns, uh, issued or from a committee chaired by the, this is the House uh, uh, a Subcommittee on Government Affairs, uh, chaired by uh, Senator Ron Johnson, Republican of Wisconsin, and Chuck Grassley, Republican of uh, Iowa. Uh, the uh, Rosemont Seneca Thornton, an investment firm, uh, co-founded, according to this report, uh, by uh, Johnson and Grassley, uh, was co-founded by Hunter Biden, received a $3.5 million in a wire transfer from Elena uh, Buterina, uh, who allegedly received illegal construction contracts from her husband, who was the former mayor of Moscow. In 2019, uh, the Financial Times described Rosemont Seneca Thornton as an investment firm co-founded by Hunter Biden. According to a footnote in the Senate report, the source of the allegation is uh, a document called the Confidential Document 6, which it says is on file with the committees. It does not elaborate or provide any additional detail, including whether the alleged transaction was legal or illegal. Uh, the Republican, uh, the uh, ranking uh, members of that committee uh, from, the, from the, uh, the Democrat side is uh, Ron Wyden, uh, Democrat of Oregon, um, and Gary Peters, Democrat of Mich uh, from Michigan, and states that the states that the chairman's uh, Republican chairman's use of the confidential Treasury documents to justify its unsubstantiated allegations and personal attacks uh, against uh, President Biden's, Biden's family is grossly irresponsible. The information in the documents cited by the Republicans has not been verified. Any credible investigation would have sought the underlying financial records at issue and spoken to the involved parties. Uh, at Chairman John uh, Ron Johnson's request, the uh, Subcommittee on Governmental Affairs had authorized 46 uh, subpoenas pursuing their investigation. None of those subpoenas sought information that could substantiate or verify the information in this confidential document number six that they claim was in this report. Uh, the Democratic National, the Democratic staff have reviewed all known uh, information on file with the committees, 
however, and including, or excuse me, including the, the confidential documents cited by the Republicans and are aware of no information in the committee's possession showing Hunter Biden had any financial interest in this entity at all. Hunter Biden's lawyer, George Messiers, told CNN that his client uh, was not an owner of the firm and uh, that Hunter Biden had no interest in and was not a co-founder of Rosemont Seneca Thornton. So the claim that he was paid $3.5 million is completely false. Uh, let me just hit something real quick. Uh, in a report by uh, Lynette Lopez, uh, Trump handed, new bi- uh, handed big business a massive tax cut, and all he got in return was embarrassment. Just some highlights. Two years after passing a, a massive tax cut for the U.S. Uh, for, uh, for, for the U.S.'s big, biggest businesses, Trump has nothing to show for it but a busted-out budget uh, deficit and anemic tax tax revenue. The undisputed winners uh, here are big corporations. After the ca- uh, tax cut was passed, the number of companies paying zero taxes in uh, 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 zero taxes has roughly doubled, according to the research from the Center for Public Integrity. What's more, companies weren't happy enough with the tax cut they got. They hired a boatload of corporate lobbyists. They descended on Washington to write the rules of the tax cut bill that was passed December 31 of 2017 so that it would allow them to pay even less taxes. If the president had the capacity for embarrassment, this would trigger it. Uh, The tax cuts did not unleash, as the president claimed, uh, unleash the animal business spirits. Uh, It did not usher in a period of of 3% GDP growth. Uh, It did not pay for itself with growth and reduced reductions that he claimed that it would do. The U.S. budget deficit has grown 50% since Trump took office. The uh, 2017 deficit for the year that ended September 30th for 2017 was $779 billion. That included nine months uh, uh, under which the tax cut was in, in place. Then uh, for this year, for the year that ended September 30th of this year, we had a $1.0 trillion deficit, not counting the $3.3 trillion uh, Corona relief program, which would have made that deficit closer to $4.4 trillion for the year that ended September 30th. The corporate tax revenues declined by $135 billion or 40% as our annual deficits rose, as I indicated, by 50%. Corporations did not reinvest the money as Trump claimed that they would. Uh, growth in business investment was lackluster in 2019. Uh, GDP growth wa- uh, was uh, 3% in 2018, but it fell to 2.2% in 2019. Uh, and you all have known that the G- GDP in 2020, uh, we're on a pace to see probably something in the area of 25 to 30 percent decline in GDP uh, for this year. The Commerce Department reported Wednesday that the gross domestic product, the company's total output of goods and services, fell by a rate of 31.4 percent in the April-June quarter, only slightly different than the 31.7 percent drop uh, estimated uh, uh, in the quarter that went from July 1 to uh, September 30th of this year. The lion's share of the money corporations saved 
through the tax cuts, went into corporate buybacks uh, of their own stocks, increasing dividends for the remaining stockholders. The Center for Public Integrity found that the number of companies that paid zero taxes uh, doubled from 2017 to 2018. The first topic uh, covered in the pandemic, uh, Biden attacked Trump's uh, handling of the crisis, the, the, the COVID uh, crisis. Uh, the president emphasized that the death toll would have been much higher. He claimed it would have been 2.2 million people. But that was based on a report that said if the, if the United States did nothing, uh, it, we would end up with 2.2 million people dead. Well, that's kind of dumb to make as a assertion by Donald Trump, since the United States wasn't doing nothing. It was already doing something. Um, a person with, uh, uh, with, according to Biden, with 200,000 deaths on his hands should not remain president of the United States of America. Uh, he said, well, he went through uh, uh, his, his plan for dealing with the crisis. Trump faced a China issue of his own uh, this week when the New York Times reported uh, tax documents showing that he held a bank account in China. Uh, the New York Times reported that Trump paid 188000 $561 in taxes in China between 2013 and 2015. Kind of interesting because if uh, you weren't earning any income in China, what was the basis for which you were having to pay almost $200,000 in Chinese taxes if you were not doing business and making money in China? Quickly, uh, this I got from Ron. Uh, uh, referred me, he linked me to an article Ellie, uh, by Ellie Bell. Watch uh, Mitch McConnell laugh about doing nothing to help millions of suffering Americans. Uh, Democratic candidate Amy Grath uh, in the Kentucky Senate uh, uh, rate, rate race asked uh, Mitch McConnell uh, about what he had done to help Americans amid the pandemic. Uh, McConnell refused to answer and uh, it literally laughed at her. Uh, th the House bill passed in May and uh, this Senate, according to McGrath, uh, went on vacation, referring to the HEROES Act that was passed in May. McConnell, instead of res responding or remaining quiet, began to, to chuckle. Uh, McGrath said, if you want to call yourself a leader, you've got to get things done. McConnell continued laughing before he eventually went on to blame uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi instead. McConnell, res uh, But M McGrath responded, but what was so funny about hundreds of thousands of dead Americans, Mitch? Uh, so let me get our callers on. We got five callers already, so uh, we're going to have a lively uh, show. I believe it was uh, Jim in Lockport. Was that the first call you had? Am I right? All right, there we go. Let me get Jim in Lockport. How are you doing out there, Jim? Hey, Nathan. How are you? I'm doing great. Good to hear from you again. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I, I want to apologize uh, for being blinded by patriotism, but uh, <laughs> my common sense uh, was overtaken, and um, there there was an interesting article that appeared in everybody's column this week in the paper, and I just want to read a blurb from it and see if you agree with it. Mm -hmm. um, you're bringing me over to the right side here. I want I want to <laughs> run this by you, okay? Okay. And it has to do with disrespecting the flag at sporting events that we went over and over and round and round about. Right, But uh, this gentleman says, <clears throat> the disrespect is not a kneeling during the anthem. Rather, the disrespect is accepting the injustices that do not honor the most essential and foundational tenets of this nation. 
that all are created equal and have the right to life, liberty, and happiness, how can we stand for even a single shortcoming in these noblest of goals? This guy uh, got it right for me, and uh, I think you might agree with that. Absolutely, and um, I really appreciate you having the humility and the integrity to come back and say that on the air for the rest of our our audience, because that's what we're really trying to do. You know, just to talk yeah. things through and uh, look at the the facts, you know, and and try to come to a reasoned judgment. We may not always always agree, but we can agree yeah. to look at everything and and consider everything. Yeah, and and one thing we have to agree on is our love of our country. Right. Maybe not maybe not the way it is now, but the way it could be or should be, and we have to correct that. Listen, African people fought for the American Revolution. And the American Revolution fought to continue to enslave African people even after they fought in the American Revolution because people love this country. And so it's, uh, it's a bitter irony. Right. It, it, it's got to be corrected. And uh, let's hope it doesn't take one or two generations to get it right. It should be done uh, as soon as tomorrow. But, you know, the wheels of justice turn slowly. That's what they, they say. Right. They don't always turn in our favor. Right. But Lincoln said, with malice toward none and charity for all. Absolutely. We have, we have to go that way. And I just uh, wonder, I just wanted to w run one other thing by you. If sure. Trump doesn't get reelected uh, for four more years, I hope this doesn't take away from your program because I, I hope uh, you'll have something else no, to Don't talk. worry about it. I've been on the radio for 15 years. We always have stuff to talk about. <laughs> okay, very good. Well, you have a good day. All right. Thanks, Jim. Help me out. Let me grab John in Lockport. John, how are you doing out there? Hi, Nathan. Um, is Hunter Biden running for president? <laughs> You know, if, if not only is he not running for president, Hillary Clinton's not running for president either. You know, you remember uh, uh, Jimmy Carter's brother? Right. I mean, like, if, if, you, if you tried to tie relatives to the person running for president, you'd have some, some real problems. It would be a but, hard row. Yeah. And, and if, if Hunter Biden is fair game, what about the Trump kids? They're, they're, they're doing well, I, I, I give thing. Joe Biden a tremendous amount of credit because when Donald Trump opened that up, the easy thing, the low-hanging fruit would have been the $35 million that Ivanka has made in branded products that she's gotten sold in, in China and so on. Uh, you know, and Trump has goods that ties and things like that that have his brand on it that are made physically in uh, China. That's not even getting to the fact that he had to pay $188,000 in taxes in China at the, right. in the same year where he spent, he only paid $750 in taxes to the United States. Uh, right. You know, obviously those are the things that could have been done, but I give Joe Biden credit not digging a further, a, a digger, or what's the word, a bigger hole, you know, for going into this sordid stuff against the family members of, of, of a presidential candidate. Right. And, you know, 83 uh, percent of that tax cut that Trump gave went to the top one percent. One percent. I right. mean, like it, it really wasn't a tax cut that helped the middle class and it got us into huge debt. What I, what I really wanted to talk about, though, was uh, about everything. You talk to people and and uh, they blame Cuomo for, uh, for everything <laughs> uh, or, and, or 
pulling cars. He, there isn't anybody that can say anything good about Cuomo, and I think he's done a heck of a job. He's a I Democrat. That, he's a Democrat. Price, that's the issue. <laughs> the, that's the price you pay, I guess, for doing such a good job. I, I can only look back at Harry Truman and what he had to go through because he did what was <laughs> right. right. Like Cuomo is doing what's right, and so is pulling cars. You know, and I just don't understand why people, every time, people are spoiled. They would tell you to turn around, they blame Cuomo for everything, and yet he's got the, the, the rate, the, the infection rate way, way down. Now, remember now, now we're, we're, we're listening to people up here upstate. Cuomo is considered to be a downstate Democrat, so there's a bias upstate against downstate, period, whether you're Republican or a Democrat. Plus, you got a Republican, you got a, 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 a bias upstate against Democrats, Period. Right, it just seems to be that. But he, but he's done more for Western New York than any governor. Most governors don't know where Western New York is. This guy has. He comes up here and he 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 has uh, done things for Western New York. You mm-hmm. know, but yeah, and he's a Democrat. So yeah. the other thing was was uh, people people keep telling me they have rights. You know, and and I don't think they understand that with with rights come responsibility, and yep. with rights and responsibility come. Um, uh, you know, you, you have to think about the common good. Uh, that's that's what this country lacks. Is that everybody? It's all about me, 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 and not about the common good. And and um, sure, I mean, you you your rights go a long way, but you can't yell fire in a crowded theater. You can't you can't uh, you know you can't assemble and do violence. I mean, the right to assemble is there, but you can't do violence. And and people just don't look at the other side of the issue. They all they do is complain about how these these things are closed. These things, uh, you know, these, these things are working against me. And if things got really bad, they, they don't realize that the president of the United States can invoke martial law, which nobody likes to even talk about. And I don't. I I hope it never happens. But. Uh, you, you remember them using it in the world? Yeah, I, they, they've been saying the, that, but I, the Japanese Americans. I, I honestly believe that Americans are so anathema to any erosion of their freedoms that if somebody were to talk about, you know, martial law, that would probably bring more Americans together than it would uh, yes, uh, divide yeah, Americans. Agree. You know, I agree. I agree. But but they all say, well, you, you the president can't do anything, or he, you know, he doesn't have the power. To, he he does have powers that that people don't realize, but you hope they'll never have to use. Yep. Yeah. All right. I appreciate it, man. Thanks. Okay, we're going to take our first break, and we got four calls hanging on right now, so don't go away. We'll see us out of the break. Here we think again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed and they'll even help you with completing your application now you won't know what you qualify for until you call 332-3773 that's 332-3773 learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program. Restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Why so serious? So is your place if you are Spilled your drink? Uh. Quick! 
The quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills and messes quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading value brand. So you can get back to the party. Bounty. The quicker picker-upper. So are you the type of guy that wants to look put together but doesn't want to spend hours shopping? I hear you. This is why there's Stitch Fix, your personal styling service that delivers hand-picked clothes right to you. Stitch Fix is simple and convenient. Sign up in just a few minutes, try new styles in the comfort of your own home, and there's no subscription required ever. So, isn't it time to refresh your look? Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520. All right, welcome back. You're out my life. And just really quickly, while I've got you guys on the air, we acquired some uh, funds uh, a couple of months ago through the CARES Act program uh, that we've, we've organized into some uh, responses to some of the needs that people have. If you know somebody who can't catch up on their rent, has to go into a, a new apartment and doesn't really have enough money for their first month's rent, you can contact our housing department at 881-6543. That's 881-6543. And they will be able to connect you to a service that can help you with that first month's rent. If you are somebody who's behind in your rent and you could uh, use up to, say, uh, $1,000, $1,300, $1,400 would get you caught up with your rent, we have another program from the same source, our housing department, 881-6543, and they can help with that need. Just want to let you guys know about that. I think Tony is up next, right? Hey, Tony, how are you doing out there? How am I doing? Yes. Hello? Yes. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, now I can hear you. There we you. go. Okay. Yeah, I have a couple editorial notes for you. Okay. Ask, please ask Kevin why he's the new darling on the Tom Bowley show <laughs> and what he means by the word right. After each sentence he speaks, ask him what he means by the word right. Does that mean he wants you to believe he's right or he's right? What's going on with that word? That's just a that's a rhetorical thing like saying a hum or a uh, 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, right. Secondly, ask, uh, excuse me, I listened for five minutes to this Barley show yesterday, and the main point he makes in the beginning is that the, that that uh, Biden had a lack of energy during the debate, and that he was slurring his words, and that he's not very, uh, doesn't have it upstairs. Hmm. Those were the three things right. I got out because of that. Because that's the stuff that they've just pre predetermined in their mind. That was what they were going to attack uh, uh, Biden for. Because when I listened to the debate, and, and my wife, who's not very political at all, she thought that his first 45 minutes, he was high energy. She thought that, that he, he, he really represented himself. It's just that as the debate went on, the, the both of them began to slow down a little bit. Yeah, right. Because it's an hour and a half debate, right. and, it's, and it's that. Kristen Welker did a wonderful job. However, she didn't control Trump as well as I would have hoped. I agree. Trump kept, in, Trump kept interrupting Biden. 
The two things that are going to cause Mr. Trump to lose the election are very, very simple. COVID-19, his his lack of, of a preparation for it way back in December mm-hmm. of 2019. That's the first, more egregious than that. And this morning it's been playing on all the stations is the child separation at the border. Yep. And when Trump opened his mouth up and said about cages, that the, uh, Obama and Biden built cages, he made it easy for Mr. Biden to attack them on the idea of the separation. There was, a, they pointed out on MSNBC, they even made a, they, they had a whole, a whole listing of children crying and asking yep. for mama and baby and daddy. We saw it on TV, oh, Tony. Lordy. We talked about it, you know, when that was going on. They had it's kids, just, you saw, that were one-and-a-half-year-old kids that these ICE agents were literally pulling these kids away from their parents, taking the kids someplace else and sending the parents in a different direction. We actually saw that. That's not something that somebody well, inferred. Well, the worst part was a mother was breastfeeding the child and right. they ripped the child out of right. the hands of the mother. Right. Exactly. Well, we're, we're in, we're, you know what the United Nations call that? Torture. Torture. Right. Absolute torture. Yep. And this guy defended his policy. Yep and allow for it to continue through those years, knowing full well that they were hurting people. Yep. Hurting people. And they did, it, he, they did it on purpose, and he even said, I have a, a video. He, had, he actually said on video that he did it on purpose to, 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 to discourage Central Americans and Mexicans from wanting to come uh, uh, across the border to the United States. He did that specifically for that, well, that reason. Let's rehash this. It's a misdemeanor to come into the country without papers. Mm-hmm. It's a misdemeanor. It's like driving without a license. And it used to only be a violation. It was only a violation. Right. Secondly, the, the Trump administration took away, illegally took away part of our Constitution that says asylum can be granted to people who request it. Yep. It's in the Constitution. Yep. This is all part of his plan. He's going to lose the election on those two points alone. Let me get to something else. Friday, he had this wonderful phone call with uh, Netanyahu in Israel about Sudan. Yep, I saw it. Yep. Yeah, right. Well, what did you see? One woman who was pregnant was wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. 35 other people weren't. And what did he do? He mocked. He mocked Mr. Mason, the reporter Mason, right. who wears the mask. Right. And he and he did what he what he didn't say was where is the work that Mr. Kushner was supposed to do to get the Palestinians and the Arabs to deal with Israel. Where where was that? Exactly. And remember that Sudan has never been at war with Israel, so you don't have to have a peace agreement between Sudan. No. And Israel, right? Well, well, but you got to understand it further. In order to get some of the other two that they had, he had to sell the latest U.S. weapons to those countries. Right. Okay. The Supreme Court Justice Barrett is nothing but a snake. He, would, he did not reveal the fact 
that she was on the board of directors. You know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Tell, tell the group what, what she was doing so, as a board member. So she was a handmaiden uh, with this uh, uh, Persons of Praise uh, organization. Right. And they were a group that was discriminatory towards certain kind of children. Yep. Such as transgender. Yep. But she did not. She did not submit that report to the to the. They were going through a confirmation hearing. Yep. She withheld it. She should not be allowed to be a Supreme Court justice. Yep, she withheld this. three or four documents throughout that period. Yep. That is not being transparent. But, but but that horse is out of the barn. So. Okay, uh, Tony, I'm sorry. I got to get running. I got somebody who's been on for over 27 minutes. Appreciate you. Let me grab Alan Buffalo real quick. Al, how you doing out there? Hey. How happy you? Uh, pre-Halloween. <laughs> there you go. All right. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on here, but I, I think without a coherent message or some kind of affirmative vision for a second term, Trump has clearly been betting on this, his whole re-election on, on what military planners would call like you know a psychological operation i think he's hoping that this this whole hunter thing is is going to somehow you know what he thought was going to happen to be honest with you he thought that uh william barr and uh, christopher ray could create an october surprise just like james comey did to hillary clinton and that uh, you just he he doesn't even want the end of an investigation. He just wants an announcement of an investigation so that the newspapers would just keep feeding on that story all the way up to election day. And he felt that that would be his key in order for him to win. But the reality is, there's just nothing there for them uh, to put on the table that would right. make any. And, a, and after 18 months of flogging, uh, even Fox News the, won't report it. So that's right. After, <laughs> right. after 18 months of flogging this whole story. You know, Donald Trump has nothing to show for for his efforts. His opposition yep. research on on Vice President Joe Biden's son, you know, basically. Well, that that's why know, all you hear Donald Trump saying, people, people right, he's just your kitchen table issues. Right. They want to they want to know how 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 are you know how our roads and bridges are going to be repaired. Yeah, because you know when 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 you get a report, how are you going to keep people safe? Engineers. Right. 240,000 annual water main breaks occur every year in the United States. We we got to worry about what kind of water is going to is coming out of our faucet. Right. People are worried. They're more worried about, you know, the price of groceries at the store. They're more worried about, you know, they're more worried about if they're going to be able to keep their job, their insurance, you know, health care. The well, price, price of prescription drugs. I prescription mean, the, drugs. Exactly. People want to hear about, you know, are, how are we going to get our prescriptions? You know, can we get our prescriptions from Canada? Are you in areas like, you know, Erie County where rents are going up, you know, every year by, you know, 10, 15 percent. People's incomes aren't going up by 10 or 15 percent. You know, people are, are, are being squeezed right now. And I think you're absolutely right, Al. That, that's... And I think the Republicans, they, they just somehow uh, want to soak themselves in this so-called black pathology thing, where they, they want to they wanna sort of demonize the black culture. You know, ever since Lee Atwater, they've been trying to do this whole, you know, that, that blacks are, are your, the reason that you should be afraid. You know? Right. That's the, that's the, that's the, that's the, the new... 17th century, we, we, you know, that, you know, the fact that, you know, black black and brown people were considered what three-fifths right. of a human right. being. This is just the, this is the new scapegoat, you know. Yeah, the, it, it's not working right. this time. It's just yep. not, 
you know, I was reading the Atlantic, and they said that Biden's probably going to get 325 electoral, 335 electoral college college votes. Yeah, right. college votes. So it's not looking pretty good for Trump. He's he's getting very desperate. It's almost like I hate to say I'm feeling sorry for him, but. I, you know, I, I would like to tell everybody that's listening, we, I think this guy is toast. I yeah. really do. I don't think he's had, he has no chance. He's trying to play the same yeah. magic but, but trick. The, 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 the big deal is people have to vote. I heard a report by uh, Keisha, uh, whatever her name is, the, the mayor of uh, uh, Atlanta. I can't remember her last name right now. Uh, but she talked about the fact that in Georgia, in the 2018 uh, election, the midterm elections, only 48% of the eligible uh, registered African males in Georgia even bothered to vote at all. If, uh, if, if African males don't vote, you could have the same thing happen that happened in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan. You could have, you know, 30 or 40 votes, 1,000 votes, make the difference between whether or not somebody wins the state or doesn't win the state. So right, there's a lot they of— tried to do that to President Obama. You remember the long lines? People are going to vote. They are. They, they, they'd be willing to walk through the, through the desert to get to a voting. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? So yep. everything—the whole demo, demographic thing is changing, and the white culture has to get used to, used to it, this so-called— you know, white outrage thing. It's just not working anymore. Right. People, people want to be, they want to hear about how we can get through this COVID, you know, 200 over, you know, we're going to 226,000 right now and, and counting, right? We're getting closing in on 9 million people being in, right, infected exactly. right now. People want to, they trust Dr. Fauci more than they do yeah. the president. Yeah. So. Al, I got to run. I got to okay. get one more call Thanks. in on this, this break. Thanks. Help me out. Let me get Kevin in in Pennsylvania. In, I was gonna say Pennsylvania in Pendleton. Hey Kevin, how you doing out there? Hey Dave, do you see guys are gonna send me to in exile, man? You wanna send me to Pennsylvania? <laughs> okay. Hey, um, there are two quick things I wanna ask you, bring up here, and ask you here too. Um, um, Tony mentioned the situation. You seem to be aware of it too, of the woman who was breastfeeding in the um, in the. In the I, I was. I, I actually saw a clip of it at the time that it right. occurred. Okay. Right. So this is not something okay. somebody made up. This is something that actually oh, okay, right. was but, done. Uh, I want to ask you something to do. Um, and they, okay, but I want to ask you something to do with that. Um, you, you know that the, the lengths that, that, that the drug traffickers and, and so on and the coyotes and so on will go to smuggle people into the country, right? I mean, yeah. in the sense that back in uh, 1999, Okay, uh, Kevin, 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 before we go no, down there. Hold on, okay. hold on. I, I would yeah. ask you is that I was told by one of, one of the facilitated training courses that I did in Texas, at the Cooper Institute in Texas, and was a former um, customs guy, right? Mm -hmm. and, and he was telling me, telling us about the fact that when they were people pulled in trying to get into the country and there was a woman with a baby in the back of the car, right? With mm -hmm. a baby, right? Yeah. And the baby was seemed to be asleep. It was a dead baby. And they, you know what it was? That? There was narcotics inside a dead child. And so, to Kevin, you, what, 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 what does it? What, what's the point that you're trying to make in relation no, to in relation to the children being taken away from their parents? No, what does that have to do with that? Right. I know children are being taken away from. The, well, we don't know if these children are. The children of these people who say they are their parents, until they can verify this, I don't know. But you see, before we draw any conclusions to anything, I just want to. So, so I just want you to understand, Kevin. I actually saw 
I actually mm-hmm. downloaded a video at the time okay. that this occurred where a two-year-old is mm-hmm. screaming her head off. Two mm-hmm. ICE agents are pulling her away from her parents. Okay. Right. And the child clearly is the child of these parents. The, the child is okay. screaming, mommy, mommy, mommy. mommy. I mean, okay. the reality is that was their parents. So the, but the point is, instead of talking about some strategy that, that a coyote did, you know, on how to bring drugs into the you know, United States, that's not the issue that we're talking about. We're talking about kidnapping 5,500 children dispersing those children all over the United States, not telling them where they were taken. In fact, not even keeping up with where those children were taken. Their parents were sent, uh, were were sent, were deported back to, you don't even know if they went back to the countries they came from. They were just kicked out of the United States. That's what was done in the name of you and me as the citizens of the United States with our tax dollars. That's what our government did to people in our name. And if that's the issue that's in front of us, not the issue of coyotes have tricky ways to get drugs into the country. That's not the issue. Right. Well, we got to fix that. Okay. So yep. we agree with that. But I want to add to something here, though, um, in relation. Um, you know that something like four, uh, in four in ten people, um, although they registered uh, to vote, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it, you know, and it, it has increased, I think, by now. But at least four in ten people don't vote. Do you aware of that? Yes. This country yeah. has, has a problem with having yeah. significant democracy by its own. There's nobody stopping you from voting. This country right. just doesn't. It doesn't, right, yeah. But again, you could understand why you don't have the incentive to, to, to do so. So what I'm saying is that there's got to be a much better way for us to, to manage elections as far as I'm concerned. Well, there I are a lot of things that could be done. You could register yeah. people as soon as they turn 18. You you could that's, you that's could start you can start orienting people when they're in high school mm-hmm. that this is right. going to be your rite of passage All into right. adulthood. Right. There's a, there's a lot of things that we could but, do. But let me say before I go, before you cut me off, right. before I go, but let me just say to you this before, before I go. Right, the outcome of this election here, you know, everybody's focusing on, you know, who's going to vote for Trump or who's going to vote for Biden. Right, yeah. who's going to determine this election? Nobody's looking at this this category that is definitely going to impact this election, and that is. Who ain't going to vote for either party right down the line or, you know, individuals right down the line? That's what they should be looking at. And that's what is going to affect this election. And that's the big um, white elephant in the room that no, that um, nobody wants to face reality to. Okay. So that's what I want to say. I'm going to leave it right there. Thanks, Kevin. We should take our last break. So if you all stick with us, I know we got uh, Frank and Donnie and Ron and Chris uh, hanging on, please don't go away. We'll see, that. we'll see you on the other side of the break here at Think Again. Think Again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. 
It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. No matter how or where your kids are learning this fall, Radio.com keeps you informed and entertained. With hundreds of news, music, and sports talk stations, plus the latest podcasts, it's all on Radio.com. And there were so many ways to listen. Sipping a pumpkin spice latte at home? Tell Google Home, Amazon Alexa, or Sonos to play this station so you won't miss a beat between those Zoom lessons. Dropping the kids off at school? Take us with you by downloading the Radio.com app to listen on your phone. This fall, no matter what school looks like for you and your kids, Radio.com has you covered. Run your business better with integrated apps from Buffalo-based Odoo Software. Go to odoo.com for a free 14-day trial. O-D-O-O.com. Now that's how you Odoo it. This is Buffalo's ESPN 1520. Russell Wilson here with Play 60, United Way, and the NFL are helping kids play at least 60 minutes a day. Healthy kids! To get involved, go to unitedway.org slash play60. Donate! Are you guys going to do that every time? Yes, of course! Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 Watt, ESPN 1520. All right, that's the drum beat. <laughs> Let's get uh, Frank in Niagara Falls on to get his thoughts. Frank, how are you doing out there? Frank, you know, did I... drug addiction. There you yeah. are. Yep. Uh, drug addiction is a terrible mental disorder for millions of families to deal with. So, mm-hmm. you know, what? whatever the Trump monsters kicked Hunter Biden, you know, while he was down, Joe Biden should bring up the uh, Trump Foundation scandal accusing President Trump of stealing $2.8 million in charity funds from uh, veterans. How about you that? Know, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, Nathan, greed and money loving are addictions too. Uh, the New York Supreme Court ordered President Trump to pay that money back. By the way, but you know, the caller who brought up psychological warfare is right. Hmm. Uh, a decade ago, I contributed to a popular blog dedicated to psych warfare. You know, my writings were all about using your adversaries' propaganda against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me give you an example. You know, my reverend friend from the uh, Sangre de Cristo Mountains in New Mexico called me the other day with good news to ease my rage. You know, apparently, Nathan, humanity has nothing to worry about. You know, it, it seems con man. Uh, I mean, Pastor Pat Robertson talked <laughs> to God again and says Trump will win election 2020 and usher in the end times. Hmm. Now, please allow me to explain why this is a good thing. Okay. You know, anyone, anyone who is familiar with the right-wing Christian left-behind rapture cult knows the so-called end times means their close friend and personal savior, Jesus Christ, is coming with his mighty angels to conquer the wicked. And then Trump and all his Confederate evangelical Christian followers will be taken to the clouds while, you know, us sinners will be left here on earth, which, you know, Nathan, I've got to say, it sounds good to me. <laughs> you know, a world, a world without the neocon voters is going to be a wonderful place for us real progressives and sane independents. 
<laughs> you know, and by the way, I, I hope Jesus takes Joe Biden and, and Kamala Harris, too, so St. Bernie Sanders and his angels, Tulsi <laughs> Gabbard, AOC, and the squad can take over and work towards healing of the nation. <laughs> Thank you, Nate. All right. Thanks, Frank. <laughs> help me out. Let's get Ron and Chitawaga. Ron, how are you doing out there? And thank you for that link to that uh, article. I found that really intriguing. I, I gave you a little bit of that at the yeah. end of my monologue. <laughs> what scared me, as I say over and over about this, is he doesn't seem concerned. He's only, according to the polls, he's only two points ahead of her in uh, Kentucky. But uh, he, it's like he knows that it's, it's all over or something. He doesn't yeah. seem to be concerned at all. Ron, did you, did you read this report this morning? It was, it was like in the ribbon on the right-hand side of page six or something like that in the paper today that no, uh, if you get a chance to look at it, uh, uh, McConnell had a, a fat lip, a bruised lip, and both of his hands uh, were, were black and blue. Uh, I think the right hand was much more bruised than the than the left hand, but both hands were were black and blue. And McConnell didn't say anything about it. He just blew it off like it was nothing. Somebody asked him, was he okay medically? And he just shrugged it off and, and didn't respond. Hmm. So uh, take take a look at that when you get a chance to look at the paper today and let's see if we can find... You're talking about the Buffalo News. Right, in the Buffalo News today. Okay. Yep. Oh, I didn't check that yet. Anyway, okay, a couple of things that I thought Biden could have done a little bit better on uh, in that debate. There. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard because... To deconstruct, sometimes Trump will contradict himself within one paragraph three times, and another time he'll lie three times within a paragraph. Yep. Hard to deconstruct that. But oh, by, uh, when he talked about the, uh, the pandemic, Trump kept talking about, we've got to open our economy, we've got to save right. our economy. And Biden could have hit him back. To, see, we, the Republicans are, are putting profit ahead of people. Again, they're not worried about the number of people. They, we, they, they blow off 220,000 people dying and saying, oh, well, it would have been a lot worse. Uh, but we've got to open everything up now uh, because uh, uh, the, uh, uh, you know, otherwise the, the, the economy the, will, He, he said it. Trump, Trump well, said it. He said the, key, the cure can't be worse than the disease. Yeah, but the disease is killing people. And <laughs> oh, another thing, too, uh, that the – did you see Channel 4 trying to uh, – that, that, uh, 11 – or no, yeah, 12 o'clock news after uh, the, the debate. It would have been Thursday uh, – let's see, the debate was Thursday, Friday morning. Right. They said how – they pointed out, and they try to make an equivalency about how Trump and Biden uh, – both lied about the same amount. And Biden's lie was that he uh, used old data to uh, refer to uh, uh, the number of people might, that might die by the end of 2020 as being 400,000. Right. Uh, and uh, instead, it, it's been revived. That was a lie because uh, uh, it, it's really been revised down just a week ago to 350,000. Right. Okay? That, was, that was Biden's lie. And then Trump's... Uh, statement about uh, the where we, we got the best figures in the country or in the world as far as uh, mortality and that type of thing that now and we're the worst those two things, we have he, the worst mortality rate. Well, I know that but I mean comparing that to Biden's using old data and trying right. to say they're both liars right so I mean that just just shows you how 
how you know the so-called liberal media yep. again falls flat on its face when it talks. They're so worried about being accused of being biased, imbalanced. So they, when they got something negative they got to say about you know uh, uh, Trump, then they have, they have to figure out something negative they can say about Biden to balance it off. That's the way they well, look that's, at that's it. The, I know, Ben. That's that's like a false equivalency of me yep. telling you that the temperature uh, yesterday only got up to eighty uh, to uh, seventy six when it got up to eighty one versus me telling you that I don't know the sky is is green and made of uh, of, of uh, uh, phosphorescent gas or something. I mean, this is this a total false equivalency. Yep. I mean, it's just crazy. Um, other thing, they're going to hit this October surprise thing. They're going to hit with this computer thing that uh, has been found by Giuliani mm-hmm. from someplace in Delaware that was supposedly left by somebody. They're supposed to have all these emails. That's what. Uh, that, that's what, the Ukrainian computer that somehow yeah. migrated from the Ukraine to the state of Delaware. To the state of Delaware. <laughs> in his, in a, a, he was in the uh, small business of a blind computer distributor. Now, this is going to come out, and uh, this is all you're going to hear. I, I give it to, like, when Tuesday and Wednesday. You're already hearing it on right-wing radio, but now they're going to be blasting it out. You see a uh, – Trump already ran, ran an ad, ironically enough, on the Colbert show last night where uh, he, he's using that. So that's what you're going to see. That's going to be their October surprise. Yep. So that's what they're going to be doing. They're going to be talking about this computer that nobody knows the origin of and that uh, – uh, it just happened to come India into Delaware into a small business, and, and you have no way of knowing whether th- that was a computer that was under any uh, Biden or Democrat or anybody's control. You don't know what that was. It could have been something yeah. that was just made by Guccifer. You don't that's know what that be, is, All right? That's going to be the, the October surprise this time. Yeah, and, and one other thing, <laughs> I happen to tune in. For Foolishly to the previous program, uh-huh. that's all they were talking about on there too about how uh, the, the Ukrainians and Biden and that stuff and how what a liar Biden is uh, on your uh, your previous uh, program. Yep. There, so, yep. yeah. all, all right. right, thanks, Ron. Help me out. Okay, Chris, Chris and Chitawaga, how are you doing out there, Chris? Hi, I'm doing well, thank you. Great. Um, in reference to that article that the Post published. Um, the New York Post. Um, yeah. Uh, why is this an issue that that Facebook did not publish post um, information on that? Do not sources of news have a have a moral right not to publish information that they can't verify without criticism? They are supposed to not publish information that they can't verify. Or if they're going to publish something they can't verify, they have to say in the article where they publish it that I can't verify this. This is just something I heard from somebody else. That's like Donald Trump retweeting something. <laughs> he'll retweet, he'll, he'll, he'll get a, a rumor or something that's, that's tweeted to him. Then he'll pass that tweet on to somebody else like um, Paladina was passing those cartoons around you know, to people. Yeah. You, you can't say you're not responsible for what you are tweeting if you're not telling people that this is something that you have no way of verifying, but for whatever reason, you're, you're choosing to share this with the public. So there was no uh, First Amendment um, wrongdoing by, the, by the, uh, Facebook for not posting this. Right. There's no, there's no, there's no, uh, you can't say it's, it's a First Amendment issue if what you're, you're giving to Facebook is something that's supposed to be factual and you're asking Facebook to publish it. Facebook has a responsibility to ter- determine whether or not 
it really is factual. If they can't determine that, then they should not publish it. Or if they do, they should publish it with that, uh, um, that advisory that I just described. Well, that's what I thought. Why are the Republicans making such a big deal about them not posting it? Because they're trying to find something that they can use to, that has traction, right, to, to, to be able to get them some momentum in this race. This, this race is just going against not just Donald Trump. It's going against all the down-ballot Republicans as well. So they're just trying to find a way to make the, you know, the, the, the wave go a little bit different. I'm on such a roller coaster. One day I feel Biden is going to make it, and then um, I get deflated the next <laughs> five minutes. I don't know. I'm just so eager for this to be over. That what you just said is what I just said like uh, 45 minutes ago. I can't wait for this thing to be over. Uh, I want it to be done, the, the, the vote to take place tonight. Let's do it now while the momentum seems to be on the progressive side of the legislature that, or, or the ledger. That's what I'm really feeling right now. But. Uh, so I'm going to tread out earlier, later today, to see if there's a big line and so I can vote early. But there you um, go. I'm just going to keep going till the, the lines aren't aren't uh, real long so I yep. can get in and vote and do do it and get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't give up. It, it, this, this worm is going to turn. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> right. All right. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate you. Let's get uh, Bob in Chittawaga. Bob, how are you doing out there? Very good, Nathan. I just thought I would drop you a line. I was listening to you earlier today when somebody was talking about the Washington Monument and uh, comparing it to a white man's piece of anatomy. thought it was very racist in nature, but uh, that's beside the point. I'm just going to say a couple of quick Well, I just pieces. want you to know that, that I didn't agree with that assertion about it being a white man's penis, but the monument itself is a uh, those 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 um, whatever you call it. There's a word I'm looking for, uh, but 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 those those pylons, uh, uh, these these pointed pylons, those are actually phalluses. They're represented uh, a phallus, and you see those in uh, Muslim countries, you know, all over the place. This is this is a a, a um, familiar icon in those communities. Just so you know. I've been in the monument. I've also seen the Bible, the Bible verses that they had in them. I'm just going to make a couple of quick comments because time is short. Uh, Mona's house, you've heard of it, haven't you? Sure. Okay, to the people that don't understand what it is, it's where uh, women who have been trafficked into the sex slave uh, to pay off their bills, that's where, when they're rescued, that's where they go. Mm -hmm. They can't get to them because uh, they don't want anybody uh, uh, grabbing these women again because these women have been marked and identified uh, by the... Uh, evil people of the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, Biden did uh, talk about getting rid of all of the oil. Uh, Pennsylvania, uh, uh, Texas, Oklahoma, I'm sure they listened to it uh, quite vigorously. Uh, and uh, I'm just going to make So, so just comments. so you know, uh, Bob, you know, when you say that Biden said he was going to get rid of all of the oil, that's not what he said. I what, know what, what he said, Nathan. I, what what did he say? Say, say can, what he said. They can, they can, time is short. And I'm well, gonna, the time uh, is short. There's no reason to say something that's not true. Well, uh, I tell you what, I've listened to the montages of uh, talking about getting rid of uh, all of the fracking and the oil, and uh, they turn around and they say, uh, no, it's all about the, the federal land. No, it's not. Uh, uh, Biden made it quite clear. Again, that he was very clear that we have to transition from fossil fuels 
to renewable uh, uh, fuels. That's a transitional process. And his his orientation, his his policy is to find a way to make that transition because we can't keep burning fossil fuels and keep feeding CO2 into the environment. That's what he said. He didn't say anything else. There's no reason to say he said something else when he didn't say something else. Well, he said we had eight years before we reached a point of no return. I guess he said a report. He, he, He quoted a report that said that he didn't say that he was going to make it take place in eight years. He reported a report that said that we are at a tipping point. If we don't do things now, we're going to reach a point if we keep going the same way we're going right now, where we're going to hit a point of no return. We will not be able to reverse the damage to our environment that we're doing right now. That's what he said. Now, let's not let's not if you if you disagree with his strategy, say you disagree with his strategy, but don't put words in the man's mouth. Well, I've listened to Tony call uh, uh, the Supreme Court justice uh, a snake. I've listened to Frank uh, sit there and mock God. You know what? At some point, Frank is absolutely right. The second coming will come, and that'll be the end of it. Thank you, Nathan. You have a nice day. All right. You do the same, Bob. Let's grab Donnie real quick in Middleport before we get done. Donnie, how are you doing out there? Hey, good. good. Uh, Quick here. Um, About the oil in general. Excuse me. Here we go. Uh, America always had uh, an addiction for oil. I mean, we went for a muscle car era and all this stuff. I mean, who needs a car that goes over, got more than 400 horsepower to go down Main Street? <laughs> you get yourself in a lot of trouble on dry pavement. Can you imagine on ice and snow? But, um, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Gosh. I have one more question quick. Sure. About this little incident they had in Michigan talking about um, going after the governor. Isn't there a right. federal law and state laws against that? Anyhow? Well, there's laws against kidnapping. <laughs> there's laws against breaking and entering. There's laws against hanging people. I mean, there's a lot of laws <laughs> that that involves. You're absolutely right. We we haven't learned nothing from a, a Harvey, uh, Mr. Harvey Milk and uh, Huey Long. Them, and they were killed right in the um, <laughs> in the city halls. Yep, Tammany Hall. Right. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think we. There's some people that haven't learned at all. But I appreciate you, man. Uh, listen. Let's all stay stay together. Make sure you do it everything everything you can to vote. If you don't vote today, vote tomorrow, but don't wait. At least get a vote by November 3rd. We look forward to talking to you all next week here at Think Again. Think again. You know who Galloway will stand every boy, girl, woman, and a man. Oh, well, now two, You've been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at the same time for more Think Again.